your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Three, two, one. All right, everybody, how's it going? Chris from Locked On Avalanche here with another episode of the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Like I said, I am your host, Chris Maselli, and bringing you another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. So today we will be talking a little bit of COVID stuff, kind of just maybe a little update. Uh, Nathan McKinnon with an interesting way to let the masses know that he is returning. Uh, not your normal channels that he went through. Is this something we might see from players from here on out? I don't think we should get used to it, but we'll talk about it. Uh, We will also get into who the Avalanche, who their MVP is so far this season. I know it's still relatively early, but why not? And uh, with possible return to play for the Avalanche soon, Three players to watch out for when they do eventually resume play. Three players that could use this break as a positive and kind of hit the ice running when they get back on that ice. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets. On Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Locked On Avalanche and send any questions, comments, or concerns to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. So still playing this COVID game and good news for the avalanche. I said in yesterday's show, these next couple days are the key in getting back to playing when the avalanche or as soon as the avalanche can and no new cases as far as yesterday. So that's one day down. So we got to get through Wednesday and then that looks even better. And then Thursday was when they, they they gave the avalanche a week and they said nothing for a week. So even though there was no game until Sunday, Wednesday, and obviously Wednesday is important. Thursday particularly is very important because if, if there's nothing on Thursday, then they should be able to open up their facilities again. And, and that's big. And, and if they can do that, then they get a couple days of practice. They get back into the facility. They can do some run-throughs, hit the gym, back in the facility, whatever they can do as a team before they hit the ice against the, uh, I was going to say Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Vegas Golden Knights. So you don't want to have to do nothing until like Saturday and then you have one day to get everything back in order and then you're playing a four game series against you know one of your rival division rivals they are for this season anyway so that's good so another day down and we still have three guys in Tyson Jost, Gabe Landeskog, Sam Gerard and so far that's it and every day that goes by let's just you know hope that that's going to be it yet another player was added for the Minnesota wild. So they are up to 12 now and that number continues to climb. It's incredible. All of the players that Minnesota is putting on this list 
And each player that gets put on, you think, how is this not going to affect Colorado? But so far, you know, it, it has clearly with a couple players, but you would think all the players that have gone on the list with Minnesota because they did a, you know, a three game series and didn't get the fourth game in so many more avalanche players would at least be on the list. And again, just as a reminder, going on the list does not mean you're positive. So I'm surprised that not, you know, there's not, hasn't been more players, more avalanche players going on that list out of precaution. But the NHL has their way of doing this, which is not pleasing a lot of people. Some people think they are really mishandling this thing. And for whatever reason, the, the, the avalanche only have three. So let's hope it stays that way. But let's hope the NHL is doing what they what they should be doing. And we don't get back out on the ice and then have to pull everybody off again because we didn't have somebody that should have been on that list earlier is now suddenly on it. So we just have to take this a day at a time. So Wednesday's a huge day. Thursday's a huge day. If you don't get anything in those two days, all signs are pointing to you're, you're back in the facility for the weekend and can prepare somewhat, as much as you can, for a four-game series against Vegas. So we're kind of still in that wait-and-see approach, but uh, Tuesday was a good day with no new cases. When they do return, all signs are also pointing to Nathan McKinnon returning to the ice. We don't know yet about Devon Taves. Those are the two guys that seem to be most on track to come back soon. And word got out that Nathan McKinnon whenever the avalanche returned to the ice, which again, we hope is Sunday word got out that he should be returning with them. And the way that we found out very interesting, wasn't through a a media press release or through the uh, official statement by the Colorado avalanche. No, Nathan McKinnon. We know he's a avid video game player and we know that he enjoys Fortnite. I mean, who doesn't? And apparently he was playing a game of Fortnite with, you know, a group of people. I don't know if they were friends or if they were just random players that he was playing with. Sounds like it was just random players that he was uh, just happened to, to come across. I'm sure he was in some sort of group with a couple of friends. But nonetheless, uh, they found out it was Nathan McKinnon. They asked him if he is uh, set to come back. And he told the players playing Fortnite, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I should, whenever we come back to play, I should be good to go. And there's your press release through Fortnite. Is there, is there anything that Fortnite doesn't do? <laughs> is this how we are going to be uh, breaking news on athletes? It's how we break news on other things, believe it or not. Uh, a lot of people utilize the Fortnite platform to, to make a statement. I don't know if he went in with the expectation that he was going to do that. But I think he's just a, a guy who just goes the, or whatever uh, mentality. And when some guys asked him, he was honest with them. He's like, yeah, I feel good. I think I should be back when uh, we, we return to the ice. I love it. I love it. And I'm sure there's media guys out there that uh, aren't too happy about that because, you know, getting the scoop is a big thing in the world of media. 
but I kind of love the fact that he just told a bunch of kids playing a video game, I'm going to be good to go. And uh, it got out relatively quickly, not only that he was healthy, but that he announced it through a video game. So two thumbs up to Nathan McKinnon for doing it his own way. Uh, I absolutely love it. So, all right, we're going to hear from uh, one of our sponsors for the day, and then we're going to get into uh, our MVP for so far for this season. So uh, let's hear from our friends over at Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. You know Built Bar. I just got a package from them with a brand new flavor, and it's almond brownie. And so far, this is the best flavor that they have come out with. It should be available now. If it is, head over to BuiltBar.com right now and grab it. Because I don't think it's a limited edition one. It might be adding to their normal like their normal uh, treasure trove of flavors. But it's incredible. And just add it to the list of amazing flavors that they have, such as caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, banana bread, <clears throat> and mint brownie. So... Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and they are easy to chew. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market probably ever. Tastes more like a candy bar. So bars are uh, great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Most bars contain 19 grams of protein, 180 or 130 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. So they are great for you. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code locked on, and you will get 20% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code is locked on for 20% off of your next order at builtbar.com. And before we get into the MVP, also wanted to let everybody know about locked on today. And it is our new daily podcast, like all podcasts are at the locked on podcast network. Locked on today covers everything. It's everything you need to know about whatever team in any sport. All the big goings-on in the world of sports is covered in total on Lockdown Today. As you know, most shows are team-specific, but this is our show that covers all the sports. So the big stories in all of the major sports is covered by Lockdown Today. Peter Bukowski, who hosts uh, the Lockdown Packer Show, is your host from Lockdown Today breaks down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. So start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes and subscribe to Lockdown Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So MVP so far for the Avalanche. Who You really could go in a number of ways for this. And I think there's a couple answers that are the right answer. So I'll throw out a couple guys here and then uh, kind of – throw out who I think out of these guys is the the league or not the league could be the league MVP, the team MVP. I think the first one that you turn to, and I'm not tipping my hand here. Um, the first one that you turn to is Philip Grubauer. And I said on yesterday's show about five positives for the team. <clears throat> he is definitely one of them for a number of reasons. One is so far he's been healthy. Uh, so far he has played phenomenally he hasn't just been that guy that is just doing enough for the avalanche to win and just doing enough and let the offense go score 
five and I only give up three. He hasn't been that. Like he's bailed the avalanche out a couple of times. Most recently, the very last game where they only won two to one when they were down on, on Nathan McKinnon. So he has had to, to be the man on a number of occasions so far where it's not just offense is winning it and I'm doing just enough. So that's number one. And number two is we've been saying it so far early in the season still, but everybody wanted to say how the goalie situation was iffy for Colorado. And why didn't they go out and get a a name and a, a solid name? And we had known since shortly after last season that um, Joe Sackick was not going to do that. <clears throat> and he had faith in Grubauer and Francois. Grubauer so far has repaid that. I know it's only nine games that he's played, but how he's played has been, he's standing out. And it's not just he's doing this behind the scenes. Like people are noticing that, you know, you know in Happy Gilmore when it's like, uh-oh, Happy learned how to putt. And now everybody's in trouble. Now it's, you know, uh-oh, Grubauer, not that he learned how to goal, but uh, are putting up numbers. And Grubauer's doing his job, and he's staying injury-free so far, knock on wood. Um, so I think that for him, for that, for him to to finish a season is what the next thing on his list is to do. Finish a season healthy. Not only because he needs to prove it to himself, but because the Avalanche need it with Francois being out probably for the foreseeable future. We don't know exactly when when Francois is coming back. Might not be might not be even this year. So I think Grubauer early on makes a strong case for MVP of the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, next I think you have to look at Kale McCarr. And I will spend this season throwing my voice and my weight behind Kale McCarr to be not only a Norris Trophy candidate, which he in all likelihood will be, uh, but a Hart Trophy candidate. I think you know he is changing the mold at the defensive position, <clears throat> and I think voters are going to have to look at defensemen more when it comes to votes for the Hart. And I think Kale McCarr is uh, the guy who's going to start that train this year. He plays exceptionally well. And he we, we say all the time, throw on a hockey game for someone that doesn't watch hockey or throw on an avalanche game for someone that doesn't watch hockey and tell me who the best player is. Nathan McKinnon jumps off the screen. Kale McCarr's not that far behind. And with Nathan McKinnon going down, and like we just talked about in the first segment, all likelihood he's coming back. If he was to be out a sustained amount of time, Kale McCarr would slide into that position and be the guy to really carry the team on his back or one of them. Maybe not to the extent that Nathan McKinnon can because Nathan McKinnon obviously is more of a, a offensive forward powerhouse in that aspect. But uh, maybe just from ice presence, Kale McCarr would... would slide in and do that job of rallying the troops and saying, guys, we're going to be fine. He's, he's a dangerous, dangerous player. And you keep reminding yourself how young he is. And it's only going to improve from here. It's going to be, it's going to be, if he doesn't get it this year, if he doesn't get the heart this year, and I'm not saying he will, I think he'll get some votes this year, 
uh, I would venture to guess by the time his career is over, which is very long in the future, he will lock up a heart trophy, maybe multiple. He's that good. He's that good. Uh, finally, let's, I think you have to throw Miko Rantanen in, in, in here. Um, you know, I think really kind of starting the season off on the right foot was important for him and for the avalanche and to not get off to a slow start when you play on a line with Nathan McKinnon, it's, it's not difficult to get off, get off to a good start, but he has, has really been the goal scorer for this team with, with, Nathan McKinnon struggling to score goals. Nathan McKinnon scoring points, no problem. But to score goals, they've been leaning on him to be the guy to be the goal scorer, especially on the power play. So uh, he's been healthy as well because he had some injuries last year. Who didn't? Uh, but I think for Miko Ranton to get off to a, a fast start, I think was important. Because um, some people point per game guy. But for whatever reason, he just fell off that map for people. And they kind of were just sitting there with their arms folded, like, well, you need to show me again. You need to prove that you're, you know, this almost $10 million a year guy. And so far, he's off to a fantastic season. So we all were thinking, you know, Nathan McKinnon was going to be a Hart Trophy candidate. And by all intents and purposes, he probably will be. But if Miko keeps playing like this, he could be added to that list. And, you know, where I feel about Kale McCarr, uh, there could be multiple guys vying for a Hart Trophy candidate. But then you have those guys in Edmonton who kind of ruin everything. So it's not going to be a full avalanche uh, voting ballot. But they're going to make it difficult. They're, they're going to make it difficult for who, who to vote for. Uh, so out of those three guys... I think for me, it comes down to Grubauer and Makar and no, no slight against Miko. He's very close. But right now, I think it goes to Makar by a slightest of margin. And I just, lo- like I said, I love the way that this guy plays. And you look at his age, and it's just incredible what he's doing right now. And I keep saying it. I, I've never seen edge work like I've seen like Kale McCarr. I, I just, you watch him in awe of some of the moves that he makes. And, you know, that one, everybody's saying ankle breaking move against Minnesota. You're just going to be seeing a lot more of that because guys just don't know what direction he's going in. And it's one thing, yeah, to, to have the moves, but to finish plays. And he's not afraid to engage and go behind the net and mix it up. He He's an all-around player. He's a three-zone player. And for a defenseman, that's huge. So he would be my MVP at this stage of the season. So let me know what you guys think. That may, send me a line over at uh, LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com or find me on uh, Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. But for me, it would go Kale McCarr. Then probably Grubauer and then Rantanen. And those are all close. I'm not trying to make it seem like it's there's this big, you know, chasm between Makar and Rantanen. There's not. Uh, but for now, I would put Kale Makar as my MVP. All right. We're going to hear from our friends over at Bet Online, and then we are going to 
check out a few players to watch when the Avalanche return, hopefully this Sunday. So betonline.ag, we've been talking about it for a while. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. And with the Super Bowl now over and the NFL season is now over, you still have NBA, you still got college basketball in full swing, and of course you still have the NHL. So bet online, believe it or not, we don't usually talk about this. They even cover award shows and TV shows and reality shows. I've never bet on that stuff, and I don't – I mean, I'm sure The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is how you bet on that stuff. Go for it if that's your thing. You can do that at betonline.ag. So real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. So head to the website betonline.ag and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sports books experts and once again that promo code is locked on also want to mention Wednesdays on locked on NHL which is today every Wednesday on locked on NHL take a deep dive into the western conference with Sarah Avampado of locked on Kings and Tom Gazzola of Locked On Oilers, whether it's a look at the top-end contenders like Vegas and Colorado or breaking down the rebuilds of the Kings and the Blackhawks, Locked On NHL has you covered on the Western Conference Wednesday. So subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, finally, if we can get back on the ice Sunday against Vegas, who are a couple of players to look out for and who could benefit from this little pause that the avalanche had? And I have gone on record to say one of them is definitely uh, Ryan Graves. I think having this time to really just hit the pause button for him might benefit him. So yes, definitely look forward to him. Uh, but I'm looking at guys like Tyson Jost. I think Tyson Jost has played very well up until this point in the season. The stat sheet doesn't say it, but if you watch him play, they have a lot of faith in this guy, or they're building up to even having more faith in him, and you can see it. He's getting good minutes. Uh, he is maybe one of the most important players in the penalty kill, which, by the way, is number two in the league, I think, still right now by maybe a percentage point behind San Jose. So he is one of the most important players on the penalty kill. But when it is five on five, he's he he's doing all of the right things. He seems to be in the right place at the right time. He's not making foolish turnovers. He doesn't look lost out there. And when you when you have all of those attributes and, and the only thing that's not working for you is the points, that just seems to naturally come around. And I think having this little break uh, will really invigorate Tyson Jost to to hit that next button, which is getting on the stat sheet. Because clearly that you don't want to go out there and just say, like, I, I just want to score. But it helps your team. And he is helping the team in specific ways. And I think the next way for him to help the team is to start scoring some points. And I think he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to do that at a you know Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen clip, but you might start seeing him getting a point 
maybe not every game, but maybe every other game are getting two points here, followed up with a one-point game. Like I, I just feel like he is ready to really put everything together. And to have this little bit of a break and then come back full swing uh, could really benefit him in that aspect of, of really starting to fill up the stat sheet and continue to play the way he's playing on the defensive end. I really like what I see in Tyson Jost this year, and I think obviously the coaches do because um, they're, they're putting him out there in positions where they trust him. So definitely watch out for Tyson Jost. I think Burkowski, uh, he's been uh, he's a guy I, I threw out in my hat saying I think he's going to be uh, – people are going to be wowed by him. Tailed off a little bit after that injury, but I think he's ready to come back full swing. Um I think Bowen Byram, he could be in that realm with Tyson Jost where, you know, kind of like the, maybe the, the, him being in awe of playing in the NHL. Not that he was like a deer in headlights and like, oh my God, I'm playing in the NHL. Like he was playing very, very well. And I think having played, it's fast and furious and then, you know, just getting thrown in there and you don't really have time to really sit back and kind of observe things in between games because you're right back out on the ice. Now you've had a week, a little bit more than a week to do that. And I feel like once he gets back on the ice, I just think because he's already been there, he's got a handful of games under his belt. I think when he comes back, it's just going to, things are just going to naturally just slow down for him because now he knows what to expect. And before it was just go, go, go. And then on the day off, you don't have much time to think about it. And then you're right back out on the ice the next day. Now you're now you've you you're in there. You know what to expect. And when the game comes back out on the ice and you're back out there, it's just going to be like this. I'm used to this now. So I think that there's having a week off for guys like Byram and and Jost in, in different aspects. For Jost, it's just to all right. I know what I need to do now to to hit that go button to start filling up the stat sheet for Byram. It's kind of the same way, but just it, it just slows it down because you have some time to process it all. So I, w- I would watch out definitely for, for the guys like that, for Graves, for Jost, for Burkowski, for Bowen Byram, and finally Brandon Saad. I think Brandon Saad was, he was in cruise control for a little while going into this little break. And uh, I don't, I think he, he's one of those guys that is probably annoyed that this break came because he was playing very well. So I think he is anxious to get back out on the ice and continue where he left off by the time they got out there over a week ago. So he finally got like those first couple games did not look good. I'm sure he would tell you the same thing, but he, he started figuring out that whole second line started figuring it out. And then now you hit the you hit the break, and I think for him that probably annoyed him to no end, and he is itching to get back out there and pick up where he left off. So I, I think this Avs team, it might take, I don't want to say a game to get back into the swing of things, but uh, and you don't want to say that against a team like Vegas. Let's hope it just takes like a period, but uh, if. If it does take longer than that, they'll be just fine. 
but I think there's enough there where these guys are going to be anxious and where it might not look good for a period, but once they get out there, get their legs, ha- have a 20-minute period of thing, just hang on, go into the first intermission, come back out, and then everything hopefully will settle itself down. Hopefully it happens quicker uh, rather than later. So we just have to – step one is get back out on the ice, and that is hopefully Sunday. So we shall see. That will be it for today, everybody. Definitely get a hold of me on social media outlets. Like I said, LOPN underscore Avalanche, Twitter, on Instagram, Locked on Avalanche, and send those questions, comments, concerns, or opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. I will see you guys tomorrow right here. Also, we'll see you guys tomorrow on Locked on NHL, which I host on Thursdays with Adam Denker from Locked on Lightning. So thank you for tuning in today, each and every day. I greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. Go, Abs, go.